and welcome to another episode of the Herd Main Show. I'm your herd leader, John Wayne. And I'm the boop. Yes, you are the boop, my boop, um, the best boop. Thank you. Um, I've been told. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't exist. Uh, we found that out on April 1st, but, you know, I'm still here, ready to party. Yeah, I don't participate in the shenanigans, because I think April 1st <laughs> is not a holiday. I Darling. think it's just a day to freely be a Richard to people. <laughs> Um, <laughs> All I do is shenanigans, honestly. I think that's my brand now. So, yeah. uh, Some people just don't know how to play shenanigans anyway. That's um, true. But no, uh, none of that. No shenanigans here. This is a real podcast by real people about real Star Wars. Um, the real good Star Wars, too. And um, as usual, we like to be Stupid. as friendly and as um, available, um, you know, for advice. We, we are uh, very advising people. And mm-hmm. we know a lot of things. And, and so we like to use that knowledge to help people. And that is why we have this series where we help make sure you have the best Star Wars vacation possible. Okay, you got there. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah, think of this as your intergalactic travel agents. There, yeah. Friends and neighbors. So um, you already know what we're talking about because we have to title episodes. There's no ambiguity in, the, in, in things anymore. So, But you don't know what we're going to talk about. Um, yes. but, and, and that's the exciting thing. You don't know what we're going to talk about. No, I don't uh, because boop. you, you hid the list from me like some kind of raccoon. Well, we, we used to do a back and forth. We picked a few mm-hmm. and everything like that. It was very listy. Um, and then we changed it up where there was a time I wanted to try something new and make it more fun. Oh, I don't yeah. usually have fun. So I was like, let me have this moment. You having um, fun? Yeah. What is this? And so, uh, we changed it up to where it's, it's. Still listy a little bit. We we go for education. We want you to know about the place you're going and why uh, it's so dangerous. Essentially, this is a guide to why this should not be a, a vacation location for you and your family and friends. Um, and in the in the mix of it, to make it more interesting, because just facts and education can get very boring. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have trivia interspersed. Huh? I like trivia. uh, Yeah, it's a bit of a game. You have to pay attention so much to participate and everything. And feel free to play at home, of course. Oh, boy. um, You might think you know Hoth, but you you might learn something. Um, Oh, we're talking about Hoth. Yes, um, Hoth. Yes. Yeah, they have a title you don't at this point. Well, you knew what we were talking about. I knew. Why do I fall for those those shenanigans? Um, They're very, listen, the shenanigans, you don't, you don't. Find them. They pull you they, in. They find you, yeah. They, you, mm, um, and you're stuck forever. So, Hoth, it may not be everyone's first pick for vacation, uh, but since we've spoiled so many planets by now, uh, you might be getting desperate with your vo- vacation locations. Next Earth. <laughs> right. So, uh, but we have to stop you now if Hoth is your locale. Um, there's not too much known about the planet. I had to really dig for, for, for ten things, but um, I found them. Lo and behold, I found him. That means, you know what? You should not go. If I can find <laughs> at least 10 things that can kill you, nine things, you could probably swing it. Five, that's safe. That's that's a walk in the park. One, that's just life. But 10, no. That is that is just evil. And, and we want to keep you away from this icy hell as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so I have 10 things prepared that will teach you about this wonderful but deadly planet. Yes. How, yes. We, how we get into Hoth. How are we getting to Hoth? How are we flying. getting to Hoth? We're flying? Okay. <laughs> yes, just, I mean, obviously this is all fictitious and, and 
we all do this to medicate ourselves because we have other unhealthy habits and the world's just very stressful. But let's have fun. <laughs> None of it's real, but Ooh. it comforts me. Um, so there you go. <laughs> that got too spicy, but anyway. It's like nacho right. cheese. Yes. It's not real. You know it's not real, but it's still tasty. <laughs> right. It's not real cheese. Uh, it's something. So uh, go ahead, going ahead up top, I'll thank them throughout for um, any specific points that they brought um, some life to, but going ahead and thanking our patrons and, and um, shouting out that we have a new patron. Yes, we um, do. We'll, of course, thank them at the end of the show, as we do with everyone, but um, welcome aboard Nicholas. And Nicholas and all of our other patrons um, helped uh, give some input, and that's what we love about our patrons is uh, you never know what they're including. And we, I try to make sure we highlight that more because um, I feel like some of their contributions don't get kind of read into because we're uh, often off going back and forth um, mm -hmm. on things that eventually inform or end up in the episode or something like that. So going ahead and mentioning that they had some hands in this. So if you want to have hands in Nerd Herder, we want your hands, uh, but you got to pay to do that. Uh, <laughs> we, we aren't free, <laughs> uh, but we do only start at $1 a month. Only hands. So yeah, on, only hands, no feet. Only hands. Um, you know, we might add in a $10 tier eventually. That includes feet, but... Um, you, $20. You I can be in the herd listen, uh, with your nerd. I get uh, If you pay for it. $20 minimum. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. So, are we ready? I I'm, I think I'm as ready as I will be. I've All got right. my tea. Yes. I'm, I'm ready to party. I've, I've, got, I've got my cat dad mug because I am a cat and a dad. <laughs> got my dog dad mug because they didn't have moms, but you know what? Who cares? Sip for courage. And so we're starting off, number 10. Um, so I thought I'd follow a little bit of a flow with um, most of what we know canon-wise uh, about Hoth all stems from episode 5. Uh, lo and behold, there's not a lot of Hoth action going on there. Mm -hmm. Now, if you get into Legends, there's a little bit more, but it, some of it's a little ridiculous. And we just like to talk about what is currently going on mostly. Uh, we do highlight reels every now and then of Legends, but we keep it to where if you're watching the movies now and if you're watching the new shows and if you're reading the new comics, you can dive into any one of our episodes and we're talking about what you're digesting. Yes. doesn't mean we prefer uh, one over the other, um, but sticking to canon, not a lot about Haas. So I figured we'll just follow along. If everything we know about it is uh, from Empire Strikes Back, we'll start from where we start and end where we end with Hoth. And so that means number 10 is a surprise. It's, it's meteors. Oh, that yeah. is a surprise. Lo and behold, there's an extensive asteroid field in the Hoth system that both contributes to why there aren't many visitors and why an evening stroll in the icy plains might turn deadly. <laughs> uh, meteors actually follow, fall so regularly uh, that an Imperial probe droid was able to slip it in and spy on the rebels and report back to the base. Uh, if you actually watch the movie, they, they call it back. It's like, oh, it's just probably a meteor. Mm -hmm. But of course, Luke has to check it out, which then starts off all of our other chain of deaths. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's really just a gateway to death, uh, if you think about it. So meteors, not even once. Right. And meteors themselves might not be that interesting, but, uh, our first little bit of Hoth trivia, Hoth off the press, uh, which is a podcast you should check out. Good, good people. Absolutely. You should. Um, the special effects team used anything they could find to get the shot when it came to Lucasfilm films. What was used to fill in the asteroid field when the Falcon makes its, makes its escape? I did not think about all of those S's uh, from Hoth. You get the gist. A, meatballs. B, potatoes. Or C, wads of lint from Lucas's flannel pockets. You know what? <laughs> I feel like C is plausible. 
Even if that is a joke answer. I, I want to know how much flannel lint from Lucas is in Star Wars. I feel like it, most of it, honestly. Like, there, there's little bits of lint on the camera that just get their own backstory. <laughs> right. It was it was Lucas's flannel all along. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to say potatoes. Yes, B, potatoes. Yay. So, uh, yeah, um, it's just one of those things where when things are moving fast and, and not everything's in focus, you can kind of sneak in a little bit of anything you want in there. Uh, it's like the kitbash style of a lot of things. There's Easter eggs on the ship Nostromo and aliens, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Easter eggs in the Borg cube. They're like all kinds of stuff where things get in there. Um, yeah. And so I just love that it was the, the plant of my people, um, the potato, yeah, the nice. mighty potato. You are a potato, so, so it, it, you made a cameo. Right. Um, I want So, yeah, we start off a little bit, you know, it, it's the things you don't expect that really get you. Mm-hmm. And you, there's no second chances when, when you die, unfortunately. I know Easter's coming, but that, that only came for one man, not yeah, all of us. That was a one-time deal, guys. <laughs> That was a one-time deal well, for one guy. a two-time deal, because Lazarus. Well, uh, yeah, well, but that was... Un- eh, that was foreshadowing. Right. Thanks for poking a hole in my analogy. You're welcome. Uh, moving on, much like your humor, I'm number Sunday's nine is the cold. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm the cold one in this relationship, obviously. Oh, honey. Um, obviously, the cold is dangerous, uh, but a depressing real fact is that about 1,500 people a year in the U.S. die from hypothermia. Um, a lot of those are homeless, and that's a sad uh, fact. Yeah. And it's one of those things where sometimes real life pokes in, and if you can do anything to help uh, folks, uh, it, whether it's donating goods donating heaters, all kinds of things. Um, literally mm-hmm. part of my job description is, is helping get those things to people that need it. So yep. do that because that is a horrible statistic. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Hoth is another level of cold and danger. Ah, yes, but uh, Hoth. Yeah, but Hoth. Uh, at night, it can get apparently as low as negative 60 degrees Celsius, which because we don't understand what that means is negative 76 degrees Fahrenheit. So if you just have to figure, it's essentially the entire opposite of what most people are experiencing in their weather right now. You know, most places are about 70-ish right now. So imagine mm-hmm. the opposite. Yeah, like, for context, we're from Georgia. Oh, yeah. We're, I get. I, I forget not everyone is. is yeah. <laughs> we got some Midwesterner listeners, and they're just like, oh, that's not too cold. Right. I, I could go out in shorts with that one. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, it's bad, though, when even Tauntauns die from the cold. Yeah. That, so, that'll do it. Uh, um, now, that is extreme, but how cold is Hoth really, in, in a real sense? Well, I have an answer for you, because that's our yes. next bit of trivia, okay? So, okay. to figure that out, we have to figure out where the filming location was. I'm going to have to do math. It's interesting. Uh, no, uh, just geography. <laughs> so, uh, we'd have to check the weather of the filming location, which was A, Vancouver, Canada, B, Fincy, Norway, or C, Junia, Alaska. Wow. Doom, 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 doom. Golly. Um, All cold places, very by the cold. way. Very uh, cold. You know what? B's treated me very well so far. Let's go with B. Hey, B. Yes, uh, B, Norway. Uh, Fincy, I hope I'm saying that right, Norway. Um, fun fact, Vancouver, Canada is a popular spot, but I picked it specifically because it was the filming location of... The gray. Um, the gray, and also supernatural. <laughs> lot, lots of places. And also Psych, one it, of our favorite television oh, yeah. shows. Um, like, it, it has a great many things, both uh, cold and wildernessy, uh, but also a, a lovely little city. 
Um, and I picked C because it was the filming location of John Carpenter's The Thing. Yes, it was. I love I love cold locale places. It's Great It's movies. interesting how many there are out there. So um, knowing now that it is a location in Norway, which despite the little bit that we see of it in the film, is not a barren wasteland. It is, it is a full legitimate city. Actually, they were not too far from the, the major train station of that city when filming this. So it's really interesting how much you can... I don't know. I guess I just assumed that it all looked like that because of one location they shot in. Um, and also, fun fact, turns out that when they were building the maps for uh, Battlefront 2, where you obviously see a lot more of Hawk than you do in the films, mm-hmm. they actually traveled back to Norway to get shots of the location. So Fancy. Do you think they rode the diligence. train? Hmm? Do you think they rode the train? I hope so. Do you think they rode the Fjorgenborgen? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'm going to ask you to stop with the bad language. Um, so the lowest temp recorded in the last 18 months in Finsey, Norway, was actually negative 31 degrees Celsius or negative 23 degrees Fahrenheit. Not as cold as Hoth, but still enough to be deadly. Did you know, fun fact, this one's free, that hypothermia technically sets in at when you drop below 95 degrees internally? Really? I yeah. didn't know that. And you only have to have an internal temperature of about 68, yeah, 68 degrees Fahrenheit to technically be on your way to death. Dang, son. Like, we think of that as such a, like, that's essentially what our house sits at at normal. Um, that's death for humans. Like, if you ever got as cold as your house, that's death. That's crazy to think about. So the next time you see that kid outside the middle school with his baseball cap backwards and his freaking camo shorts and t-shirt in, like, 60-degree weather, say, hey, you're in death's door, Booker. <laughs> right. Um, shout out to Rebecca and Nicholas for that idea. Um, Rebecca is from uh, SoCal, so of course, yes, it it can drop below sixty, and she's and she's freezing. Uh, her words, not mine. Well, not the sixty degrees, but I imagine that's generally where people get most cold. I love around sixty. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think sixty to sixty five is is Perfect. beautiful. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we are hoodie people. So sticking with what we would now know to be deadly things of Hoth, we've got the cold. Now number eight, we have. Wampas. Wampas. Yes. Um, Everybody saw this coming except Luke. (laughs) Um, No, uh, Wampas. (laughs) I've done it several times. Uh, That's what you get with this uh, quality content. It can't be contained. So Wampas are big, mean, and ugly and would make an easy meal of most creatures and people. In fact, they are the only other known, I have to quantify that, uh, known predators on Hoth. So everything else is not really a predator. I mean, they might eat um, like little small things, but not not nearly like apex like the wampa. Like the wampa eats everything. Um, and so That's I thought fun. that was interesting. Um, and also fun fact, this has no relation to this, but apparently the population of Hoth is less than 10. Uh, obviously not counting animals and fauna and everything, but mm-hmm. yeah. Less than 10. That's interesting. That's very interesting. It's like that. Uh, do you remember the... The movie Snow Dogs. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like that. Like yeah, yeah. but a whole planet. <laughs> Tilketna. Um, that's the that's the city. Did you know? We never really saw the terrifying Wampa on screen until 1997, twenty years later. Really? Um, until the special editions. Um, some production notes exist of the original um, and and some uh, photos of it. But um, just imagine the Bumble from the Reindeer movies, and that's that's why it was cut. I do love the Bumble. Yeah, it just didn't look as good, so they kept it very tight. They had more shots of the hand. It was just not, like, the, the shot that so many people associate, and the reason we have the Wampa at mm-hmm. all, really, 
um, is thanks to uh, the 90s special edition editions. So there you go. There's well, there a, you go. There's a good edition. I know those get yeah. uh, pooped on a lot, but they actually did some nice things. Yeah, and it's also just really expensive to have the tiny uh, minor ginger man to follow him around <laughs> right. and singing about silver and gold. Yeah, it, he, he, he was most of the budget, yeah. um, all, all of his beer and silver and gold. Well, he licked he licked everyone's pickaxes <laughs> and was just like, "There's gold in them, there, hills." So, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they just had to cut that. It was all garbage. Um, number seven. Mm-hmm. We're chugging right along here. Chugging um, this tea. Maybe not one uh, expected, but you do kind of see what would lead to it, and that would be cave-ins. Oh no, this is terrifying. Yeah. Like, it's speaking, like of fears that I know are kind of impossible. Because I don't go into caves. Okay, in that sense, yes. But like, cave-ins, watching the movie The Descent ruined me for life. Mm -hmm. And also, grain silos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very big cause of death in in America, actually. Yes! Don't go into grain silos! Well, not everybody intends to end up there, but sometimes it just happens. (laughs) If you can help it, don't go into silos and don't don't go to Hoth. People drain and they... They freaking drown in grain silos. Right. It's nuts. It's crazy. Who Asphyxiation. Um, so believe it or uh, not, Hoth wasn't always a rebel base. <laughs> um, it was hastily built, and it yes. took a long time to find a base suitable uh, to hide from the Empire and to meet Mon Mothma's mm-hmm. strict decor requirements. Of course. Um, but in the early days of Hoth life for rebels, Poe Dameron's family actually got trapped. Uh, his mom and dad got trapped due to a cave-in. They didn't die, thankfully, because they had to make a baby, but um, they almost did. that's Um, where they made the baby. (laughs) No, not quite. But, um, yeah, the cave-in itself didn't kill them, but it separated them and and closed them off from everyone else. So they almost died of hypothermia and starvation. Hmm. So either the cave-in will get you or you'll get cut off from the rest of them and there'll be no hope for you. Either way, death is close. But what a romantic situation. (laughs) Right. I'm sure they would turn it into it. Of course. Um, and it, when you add in stomping walkers and large explosions, uh, much of Echo Base was actually destroyed from its own cave-ins. You see a little bit of that in the action and fray as, mm-hmm. as things are just breaking and, and falling apart. So to get stuck in any of that would be certain doom. Ooh. So another trivia. Oh. Uh, the Echo Base was hastily built, yes. But how hastily was it destroyed? Um, how long after they built and finished it? Uh, well, I should say how long after they arrived? Um, was it destroyed? So A, one year later, B, six months later, C, one month later, and we have a D this time, never, because Empire Strikes Back isn't canon. Wow. (laughs) I don't like that one. (laughs) Uh, So one year, six months, or one month? I'm going to go with one month. Yes, one month. Because I'm feeling frisky. It's kind of sad, you know, how much work they... Yeah. I mean, technically, they weren't done, and you can kind of see that there, but, like, jeez. Yeah. They had to dig through the Lego bin for the little satellite parts. <laughs> Think how many people, really like, died taming. Like, that was originally a Wampa cave, um, come to find out. Um, they also had to train the Tauntauns because, lo and behold, they weren't used to being ridden. Hmm. Um, like, all the work that went in, and, I mean, it was never intended to be a permanent thing, but a month, <clears throat> man, that's, that's, that's a lot for a little. That's disappointing. Yeah, it's, what it's, it is. it's sad. It makes you think when you're watching the, the film to keep in mind that they've been working so hard to get to this point, you know, the desperation they have when the Empire shows up. It's a big deal. 
And speaking of the Empire showing up, now we're to that point. So of course. Number six, we're almost halfway there. Well, uh, oh. Any guesses of this one yet? What, what do we got? Uh, no. No? No. Okay. My mind is empty like a flower pot. Uh, good. We will fill it with death. Um, number six. <laughs> Please clip that. Imperial walkers. Yes. Okay. Imperial walkers. Good. Um, the most iconic part of Hoth, arguably, uh, and usually the first thing people think of when discussing Empire Strikes Back, maybe not everyone, but definitely me, uh, the most epic battle between Imperial walkers and rebel snowspeeders. Not surprisingly, these cool-looking look walkers can kill you in many cool ways. They can stomp on you. Yeah. Um, so either... Uh, Frying you with their laser cannons or stepping on you, the, the often uh, underused technique of, of, of killing rebels and everything. So, uh, But speaking of cool walkers, cool ATATs need a cool team name. And so what is the name of the walker team that attacked Echo Base? Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> Christopher Walkers. Um, <laughs> a, that's a, that's a good one. I should have used it. But no, A, uh, Blizzard Force. B, Force for I can't even read my own notes. Goodness gracious, frost fighters. Uh, C snow legion. They're all dumb. <laughs> like, this is but a, one of them is true. <laughs> this is a firebird kind of situation. Um, give me A again Blizzard Force, yes, frost fighters, or snow legion. Blizzard Force strikes me as something that an Imperial officer would be like, that sounds cool. So we're going to go with Blizzard Force. Excellent. Good job. Did you peek at these these notes I did beforehand? Not. You're good. But here's the thing. I know your brain. Well, that's true. Okay. I have lived with you but, for many years. Um, yeah. So uh, I was trying to work in a Silence in the Snow uh, reference there, but it just was not happening for me. I so, got but, it. Um, no, yeah. Uh, you're, so far, um, you're killing it with these uh, trivia questions. I'm, I'm going to see if I can stump you. we got a couple more for there. But yeah, Blizzard Force. Um I believe there's four stated ones, um, at least, or at least we know of at least four. Um, there's different shots, I think, that look different and, and could be um, maybe a little different. But one thing I found interesting, we have a, obviously I used several books and I used Wikipedia and everything mm -hmm. um, and to kind of get to this point with um, the trivia and everything. In, in one that's about the filmmaking of uh the Star Wars films as a whole, it's all of the films, um, it mentioned that there were varying heights of AT-ATs uh, built, which, yeah, you would get, you would think, right? But um, I didn't realize, though, that that meant that there were legs as tall as men uh, built. That was for the, the stomping scene. There were uh, obvious, what? What's so funny about as that? As soon as you said legs as tall as men, I just thought of Lady Dimitrescu. Oh my gosh, you need to get off the internet. Listen, man. You need to take a break from Twitter. I watched the trailer, and it was really good. Big lady, that's it. <laughs> um, and then uh, the more uh, commonly seen, I think, in behind-the-scenes things are obviously the armatured ones that are used for the stop motion and everything. Yes. Those are about the size of a, t a tall cat. Um, but then there are handheld ones. Um, for little like wide sweeping shots where they had like the full like valley of ice and everything, you could see the base and the the cannons. Um, it was the wide shot, so they were using little little baby ones. Um, it was so cute. Dang. So I love miniatures in I, film. I, I do. There's something great about having some. If there, 
there's many a thing I love, and if I love it enough, I get it in every possible size. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, I, I want the smallest to the biggest legally purchasable AT-AT uh, in my collection, for and sure. to show that, just today you bought a tiny, tiny little Optimus Prime. Yeah, the, the world's smallest, well, maybe not the world's smallest overall, but the wor- world's smallest purchasable um, Optimus yeah. Prime for, was... my, for my shrine. They were sold my out of Skeletor. Optimus Shrine. Yeah. It From... didn't sound as much like Prime as I thought it would. Dang it. Shrine. <laughs> Optimus Shrine. <laughs> Optimus Shrine. There's just my cousin, Optimus Shrine. <laughs> we don't let him out much. <laughs> Bumblebee's cousin, Wasp. <laughs> no. That guy sucks. No, they are not related. Uh, oh, that's an actual Transformer? Well, um, in, in one iteration, there's Wasp who turns into Waspinator. But yeah. Don't ask me. We'll talk about Transformers one day. We'll talk about Transformers one day. I love it so much. Um, They were the same class. They were both scouts. So it depends on if you want to associate them. Sorry you're dealing with this ramble, but it's not going to be a long episode. So just deal with it. Listen, man, I'm enjoying this. (laughs) Right. At least four people pay for this. So there you go. Yeah. Um, All right. Number five. We're halfway there. Oh, no. Or no. Oh, no. Did you you just jump into a spiritual game of Uno there for a second? (laughs) Yes, I I couldn't remember and still can't remember. I love games where you have to yell the name of the game, you know. Trouble! Life! <laughs> um, number five. Yes. Emergency landings. Uh-huh. Uh, That'll the, do it. Yeah, the Rebels are no strangers to scrappy warfare, but Hoth uh, and its cold temperatures made for an interesting challenge. Uh, most of their ships couldn't handle the cold, and most couldn't be modified to combat the cold without making them inoperable out of atmosphere. So there's your in-universe explanation of why didn't they just use the X-Wings. Enter the often overlooked hero of the rebellion, the Snowspeeder. Ah, yes. Um, I've done my Optimus voice now, so I keep just like doing, slipping (laughs) into it. Um, uh, Or actually, uh, it's commonly referred to as the Snowspeeder because of production notes, but it Mm -hmm. is the T-47 Airspeeder. Ah. We'll talk about that more later. But uh, if the cold didn't kill your speeder, then a well-placed cannon fire or a heroic final act would. That'll um, do it. Yeah, just ask Luke, who barely survived a crash um, during the Battle of Hoth, or ask General Maximilian Veers. Uh, except you can't, because he's, he's dead. dead. Uh, <laughs> and as well as Hobby Kilvin, um, who flew his ship into the lead AT-AT of Blizzard Force, killing them both. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a deleted scene made canon recently in Star Wars literature. So that's why you should read, children, uh, because it makes not canon things canon. It reading really awesome. is not only fundamental, it's necessary. Right. I ha- I had a principal that had that poster. I was in his office so much that I just like I hated that poster. I hated that phrase like put the fun in fundamental. <laughs> that was that was what that was what it was and oh my god, I see it vividly and I just want to just do horrible child things and return to the principal's office. <laughs> right, in return for it. Um not fun fun fact or kind of fun, I guess. I don't know. Everyone mentions that the Wampa attack scene was used to justify Mark Hamill's real facial scars in the film thanks to uh, an accident he had not long before. Mm-hmm. But few, including me until preparing for this episode, knew he also injured his thumb <laughs> uh, when diving away from the speeder in the foot crushing scene. Mm. Um, he did something where he injured his thumb and he could not hold a lightsaber and threw off the entire production of lightsaber duels for the rest of the film. Oh, dang. So like the next thing they were supposed to do was fly back and, and do all of the uh, duel stuff uh, for some reason. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they could not do that. So it threw everything off. So Fancy. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Mark Hamill just needs to stop. Just yeah. stop. <laughs> just he, he's stop dangerous. Mark Hamill. Right. Oh my gosh. So I thought that was so funny. funny. Um, that he just had a bad time during that that period. Similar fun fact. While filming um, Lost Boys, Kiefer Sutherland broke his wrist on one of the motorcycle stunts. Mm-hmm. And that's why he wore gloves throughout the entire movie to hide his cast. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And don't get up in my comments and mention the freaking Lord of the Rings guy that broke his foot. Did you know, Everyone though? knows that. Did you know that he kicked the helmet and he broke his toe? Yes. Um, another interesting fact, though, about Hoth, or at least the difficulties filming there, other than your lead actor's broken thumb. Uh, maybe not broken, but definitely hurt mm-hmm. um they actually were plagued by some of the worst weather they'd had there um in a long time um while trying to film this so much uh like in the phantom menace when they had the desert storms that just blew away half the set um during the tatooine filming scenes um man they were just killing it like i mean there was one guy who even said like yeah we didn't have heat for a while Dang. it was horrible so the things people do, like, that's why you should be nice to actors, be nice to stage people, be nice to crew members, be nice to everyone, period. But, like, goodness mm-hmm. gracious, these people do a lot to make these stupid movies that we love stupidly. Yes. Um, and I say that loving these a lot. But, yeah, gosh, every time I hear stories like that, I'm just like, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> like, goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. We could have done it with styrofoam, people. Come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, number four. Uh, make sure I'm not didn't miss anything there i got off on a tangent number it's four fine. toe cables toe cables toe cables uh not cables for your toes but uh Aww. yeah if you're wondering why uh and this is the part i mentioned we'd come back to with the air speeders if you're wondering why a ship in space would need a harpoon and tow cable it's because they are actually civilian commercial class vehicles that were modified for these conditions mm. uh, they're most often used in ship guard shipyards for towing so there's there's a reason they're there. Obviously, the main reason was because they needed the cool shot, but, you know, yes. they explained it later, so it matters. One of the best takedowns of a giant beast Oh yeah. in film. Awesome. So uh, the cannons and anti-cold measures uh, were added later, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, and, and it's a good thing for the rebels, but not for the Empire. Yes. Um, at least one. It's kind of sad they only got one down with it, but they got one AT-AT. Um, with the dizzy efforts of Wedge Antilles, um, the best of Rogue Squadron, and, uh, of course, his targeter, uh, Wes Jansen. Uh, I won a trivia contest with that little bit of trivia. Yes, so. you did, and I got second place. There's a reason. There's a uh, there's a reason. There's not a reason. I don't know why my brain does this. Like, certain things, if I say it <clears throat> the way I remember it, mm-hmm. I can remember it. But if you asked me, in general, uh, like, you know, what was Wedge's pilot? I'm like, oh, I don't know. But if I go through the dialogue and it's like, good shot, Jensen. Like, it's there. You know, it's just like, I don't know why, but like, I, I have to lead in mm-hmm. there a little bit. So, uh, but yeah, that, like, that's literally what I had to do uh, at the contest. Yeah. It's like when I can't, I could not recite a single Weird Al Yankovic song from memory. But <laughs> right. when it's playing. Oh, yeah. I will well, sing Yeah. Along. Most people with prompt. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. So, I mean, that's why testing is kind of, eh. Yeah. It's, it's not a great measuring tool. Other than white and nerdy. Oh, yeah. That I know one. that song. By well, that one in Amish Paradise, on a fly. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll make it happen at Celebration one time. So. Oh, yes. Um, so, yes. Uh, now, since an AT-AT can carry 40 troops and it has a crew of five, that's a lot of murder by our rebel friends uh, yes. with a tow cable. What looks like a cool scene of taking down just a giant mechanical elephant 
There's people in that elephant. People with families. That elephant has a family. But you know what? Little Timmy doesn't have a dad anymore. Thanks, Wedge. <laughs> to be fair, Wedge doesn't have a family anymore either. Oh, darn you, J.J. Abrams. That's what you get. I like. I almost think that's one of the few complaints I had of, of the was Rise of Skywalker. Was that Wedge wasn't there? Oh, no, that he was, well, well, no, that, like, there's nothing, like, first of all, that snap Wedgley died. Yes. But then his stepdad shows up in the last minute, and I'm supposed to be happy? I'm supposed to be happy? How? How, I ask How, him. J.J., How? how? Oh my Send me gosh. a lens flare to tell me how. <laughs> so no, I, I I love the movie. I don't want people to listen out of context, but no. oh yeah, because I love Snap and I love Wedge and I love what um, Rise of Resistance did mm-hmm. for their story. Uh, yeah, that sucked. So uh, anyway, uh, it's not quite what he intended, but shout out to Patron Doug uh, for this idea of tow cable mishaps. Although I guess technically they didn't miss or hap, but it did happen. <laughs> it happened. Murder did happen. Uh, number three. Goodness, we're down to the big three. Ooh, dang. So, number three. Androids, aliens, or wizards? Grenades. <laughs> Always an acceptable answer. Grenades. Um, not that you'd expect grenades uh, to be very common in an icy tundra. But Nobody expects grenades. When humans invade, they most often bring their weapons. So, and uh, old Graham Graham Baru always told Luke Skywalker, never leave home without your grenades, Sonny. Never leave home without uh, your bomb, Akados. Yeah, don't go to Tassie Station without your grenades, little, little, little grunt. <laughs> <laughs> you little pomp rat. Yeah, you just, you look too much like your father. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what's happening? I don't, I don't know. know. It's um, the tea. Either way, he was able to take down uh, the third AT-AT casualty of the battle. Uh, which again means 45 dead guys, and on Hoth, it happened, so it still counts. So there you go. Uh, by the way, 3.5 Luke should have died. The fall. Good lord. Actually, yeah. AT-ATs are 73 have... feet tall, and he at best was 60 foot. And in those weather conditions, that no snow, snow would have been No snow would have done hard. that. Oh yeah, well, because if the AT-ATs are walking on it, mm-hmm. obviously it's not that padded. Have so you never been in a snowball fight? He definitely like... would have died. So that's a that's a bonus one for you people. Mm. Um, so uh, people. number two. So yeah, that was a that was a little one. But yeah, I mean, just think what it had to be like. Robot Chicken did this, but just think what it had to be like. Just there, and then all of a sudden, just flash of light, and whoop, there's a grenade, and it's just whoopsie. You know, I mean, when you, it's like in Battlefront when I like worked so hard to get all those kills so I can buy the vehicle. So I can stomp some people. The biggest I can get is like an ATST or whatever. But like, just imagine all that work. You get that, and then you get taken down by a measly little grenade. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. I I have the big guns. I'm the big gun boy. I'm the one who wins. <laughs> anyway, uh, drowning. I know I didn't really say the number first, but number two is drowning. <laughs> number two is in fact drowning. Yeah. Isn't it? Now you might wonder if it's so cold, where's the water? But uh, lo and behold, actually. Fun fact about Hoth, it's actually 33% water somehow. So I don't know if it's in a pocket somewhere where there's still water. It must be like those hot springs that the monkeys hang out in. That very well could be. Other fun facts that I did not mention earlier is that Hoth is one of six planets in its system, although for some reason it's named Hoth. It's the fourth planet in the system. It's not even first. That's like naming this the Earth system. I mean, that how pretentious can you get? I mean, I get it. Because we are the 
We are the most important planet. I mean, uh, uh, so they tell us. So they so tell us. so they tell us. We're terraforming Mars. Uh, there's also only six known forms of fauna on the planet. So there you go. Wampas being one, and wampas being the biggest predator of them all. Indeed. So there you go. Another being small, tiny, mop-headed boys. Uh, well, I mean, one obviously is tauntauns, and then um, there's like a fork toothed snail or something like that. It, it appeared recently in a comic, but it wasn't technically there. It was like an egg of one because apparently they haven't been around in a long time, so it was kind of expensive. That's why Afro was selling it. Like, okay. we really only see the wampa and the tauntaun. But apparently there's like ice rats and there's a snake and there's a slug too <laughs> for some reason. I would, think slugs, I, would, I think slugs would just like freeze as a whole because they're so viscosity. Viscosity well, if there can be snow slugs in Mario, then there can be snow slugs on Hoth. Just come up with better names for your things. That's that's really all you have to do. Anyway, so evacuating uh, crumbling rebel base is hard enough in general, but even harder when you're stuck in a tank of Bacta. Ooh, um, boy. And so uh, have you ever seen the mobility skills of medical droids? They are no good in those situations. I mean, you, you, you have an emergency. I don't know why they put the slowest droids in response to the biggest emergencies. Like, if you're bleeding out and the droid is on the other side of the room, you might as well just say your prayers. Make just your like, peace. uh-oh, Cheerios. I'll like, it's just done. You know, it is done. So, yeah, if you're in one of those back to tanks and, um, you know, things go down. Dude. You're kind of just stuck there. Thinking about this. And I just wonder Terrifying. if you, like, it's a healing bacteria, mm-hmm. right? So, like, if you just stayed in there, if you were trapped in there, would you, you would die? be so healthy. My <laughs> God. <laughs> like, the, yeah, would you die? Because, <sighs> I mean, I, I think you would have to lose your air supply because they, they provide that, obviously. But, like, I don't know. That's an interesting one. If you had a chance I feel to like, be in a back to tank, <laughs> would you? I mean, it, it can do a lot of good. I just, I feel like eventually you would die, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously why it's ended up here. But uh, it's a horrible situation uh, to get stuck in. It's terrifying. Like this in grain silos. Right. Just don't well, it's right up there. It's, it's, it's pretty much that. It's just, it's uh, essentially the space equivalent. It's a wet grain silo. Yeah. <laughs> So um, shout out to our patron Jim for that yeah, disturbing one. Yeah, thank you for the a, nightmares, buddy. That was buddy. a unique one. That was a that was a very unique one. So I felt like I had to include because I feel like it had to have happened. I mean, you know, it's had to have happened in in times of emergency. People got stuck there, and it's just it, it's a very depressing way to die. But anyway, fun fact in Legends, I, I told you we'd mention a little bit of it, but um, in like, Legend there was actually a war over Bacta. Um, apparently, the primary providing planet um, that you know, harvests the bacteria and all of that stuff was overtaken by the Empire. Of course. And it was liberated by our good old boy Wedge uh, and Rogue Squadron and all of that stuff. But good yeah, boy. you can read the war, the back to war. Uh, it's a Legends novel and it must be good because it's Rogue Squadron-esque and apparently they can do no wrong. So there you go. Of course not. I love a, a good many of those books, but there's other ones where I'm just like, oh, you were just Writing you just to, fill... to write a book. <laughs> yeah, you were filling space. It's okay. Which we don't know any authors that do that. So now mm-hmm. uh, we're to the final, if you can believe yes, it. So um, you've made it, and we have uh, no more trivia, actually. So that means uh, you uh, you cleaned this is, it. This is the final one. This is the final one, um, but there, yeah, there's, I, I don't have any more trivia for you, so that means you win. I win. What do I win? You win a trip to Hoth. <laughs> I'm ready to die. Ironic, isn't it? So <laughs> there you go. Um, Put me in a back to tank, baby. Yeah, there you go. So, um, but we would be remiss if we didn't uh, mention the greatest and biggest 
threat to Hoth and on Hoth. It's just a threat in general. Uh, it's our tradition at the Ten Ways Travel Company mm-hmm. um, to always give you the biggest and baddest warning last. The numero uno, causer of death row. As we are filling out the com- the you know the, the paperwork to yeah, get you ready. Just making sure you really want to deal with this. Oh, by the way, this thing. Yeah. Skywalkers. <laughs> of course. Which... Now that I think of it, that should be the number one on every single one of I, these episodes. I think it has been so far. If it's not, if so. it's not been, it's been our bonus or it's been on the list. But we have mentioned it every time because the number one cause of death in a galaxy far, far away is a Skywalker. It's a miracle so, that these people keep getting married, right? And just reproducing. I mean, if you if you're traveling somewhere and you look beside you and there's a Skywalker, get just, off the plane. Yeah, just leave. <laughs> just, leave. just back away slowly. It's horrible. So. Uh, on Hoth alone, the death toll uh, for Luke Skywalker is not as big as we're used to with him. They're certainly not as big as death mm-hmm. toll. It's kind of hard to top an entire space station. But nonetheless, I mean, is you know, it's not somewhere you want to take your children. I think it you you accept that generally you're going to be everywhere that's not safe. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you're going to go to Detroit one day. It's going to happen. But like. You know, everyone eventually comes to <laughs> everyone Detroit. eventually travels you know takes the, the spirit journey to detroit but <laughs> like um you know he just drops some ayahuasca and you just run to detroit peter weller's just at the city limits just trying to just waiting to greet you so but um yeah like you accept there's generally death around you like the potential of it all the time uh but at the end of the day how how much is too much well i i think it, it's luke skywalker levels of death so we have luke's tauntaun uh-huh we have Possibly a wampa, because how is a one-armed wampa going to be taken seriously on Hoth? You know he didn't get dinner anymore. Oh. Uh, we have Han's Tauntaun died because Han had to go rescue Luke's butt. Um, we have an Imperial probe droid, because mm-hmm. droids are people too, and he found the planet. Agreed. And then because Luke went and had to investigate, they knew there was a probe droid and Han shot it. Um, and then we have Dak, his co-pilot. Dak. Dead. Um, and then the 45 Imperial troops of the AT-AT he took down, and that's just what we saw. There's no telling what else we did. This this little blue-eyed sucker, he just he, he sees the cameras on him, and he still commits these atrocities. This man has a higher death count than John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> right, like, just goodness gracious. It's a lot of death. Too much for little Timmy's eyes. Uh, I highly advise against visiting Hoth on your next vacation plan- planning trip. Well, um, it might be a little safer now, because there's only one Skywalker about... Well, I don't trust any of them. You, know, you tell adopted, me. Adopted or blood-born, I don't trust any of them. You told me that you wouldn't step into an elevator with Ray Skywalker. Uh, she participated in Starkiller Base. She is not innocent. <laughs> Speaking of icy worlds of death, she contributed there. So, uh, No, but uh, yeah, Skywalkers are always on the list because, my goodness, these boys like to kill. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Boy, do howdy. Do they have a kill count? So, um that's our list. That's what I could come up with, uh, 10 things to die. I'm sure there's actually more, but all you need is 10 to, uh, to get disqualified. So uh, Nerd Herder Travel Plans highly don't recommend uh, that Hoth be on your next vacation planning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can do better. Yep. And, um, you know, we'll give you the opportunity to choose where you take your vacation. Yes. But um, look out, because in the future we might be spoiling your next one. Yes, you never know. Payment in advance. Right. We yeah. have to keep saying that. Yeah. Because, you, you know. You did pay for that. We expect our payments in the mail. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you, it's about nine ninety nine a minute, so we're mm-hmm. sitting at mm-hmm. about forty five. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, just do the math and pay us. Or yeah. else. Or else. 
Um, thank you to our uh, patrons we obviously mentioned, but um, Jim, Doug, Rebecca, and Nick, you guys are amazing. Thank you uh, for supporting this madness, and you can check it out. We have links in the description for how you can support the show, and obviously we've mentioned it goes for input and all kinds of other things. Yes. And, uh, if we get enough money from Patreon, we've already said we will release the Nerd Herder cut of our uh, four-hour four hour episode on Justice League. So, yes, of um, course. But we need a lot more money. Um, you know, Henry Cavill has to be there. Yeah. There was this whole thing. He showed up, you know, um, we didn't want it to, but, you know, we had security escorting him out. You know, we just don't, we don't de- deal with that kind of company. He kept everything. taking off his shirt. It's just... <laughs> it was just weird. So, um, but uh, all of that can be returned uh, to you and your eyes and ears. For $1,000 uh, a month. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, thank you to our friends over at Red 5 Network for supporting us and for their uh, globs and globs of great content. You can yes. check them out and support them as well. Thank you to uh, our friend Jesse over at Game Infinite. There's lots of gaming stuff happening, even Star Wars related. Um, Republic Commandos coming to PS4, Switch, and now PC, I think. So Dang. if you need to keep up with that news, if you didn't know about that, that's because you're not following Game Infinite and you need to do that. So Yeah, we are mentally and physically preparing ourselves for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be coming out later this month. Yep, that's going to be on Nerdyverse. Um, we've mentioned on Twitter we've watched Godzilla vs. Kong. That's going to be on Nerdyverse. So we've got good stuff happening. Good stuff coming, and um, be subscribed for that. Um, and um, just make sure you tell us and others you like it by liking and rating and yeah. all of that wonderful obligatory podcast stuff. Validate me, Father. Yeah, validate me, please. Um other than that, we'll be back to spoil uh, your travel plans and all kinds of other Star Warsy things and not Star Warsy things and chatty things in the future. And hats. Yeah, but until then, uh, stay cold, stay frosty, and have a good time. Except on Hoth. Don't, don't do it. Don't die. Don't die. Yet. Don't end up on our list. <laughs>